0: Go ahead, fun list this time as well. Let's do it.
1: Okay, let's do it together so that
0: just keep it here in case I don't look I like a loser. In. Yeah. <laughs> do I look silly like that? No,
1: but leave them there because people need to know that you're a DJ.
0: Exactly. Precisely.
1: Side gigs and shit.
0: Leave it all in. <laughs> just leave it there. That's fine. See? Yep. Okay. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another stellar episode of the Real Estate Playbook, your and my favorite podcast. I'm here with a fan favorite of the show, one might say. Um, She goes by many names, but today we're going to call her Sherilyn, a.k.a. Chevy Mitchell. Applause, applause, (laughs) applause. Applause, (laughs) applause. Hi, Paul. How are you today? Good. How are you, Sher?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Great sunny day.
0: That's right. Can't complain. That's right. In the A13. Last (laughs) time we did this, I was in Vegas, and I think we did it over Zoom. We did do it over Zoom. This is
1: actually our first in-person. That's right. This is the
0: first time we met, actually, so (laughs) nice to meet you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) the first time we met. Yes.
0: Kidding. No, uh, Chevy, obviously I know you quite well. Um, For the people out there that don't. Who is Sherilyn Mitchell?
1: Ooh, well, Sherilyn Mitchell is a realtor, a mom, a sister, daughter, obviously. Obviously. Um, and, ooh, fun fact I used to play hockey, not anymore. It's nice. Old, but that's who Sherilyn <laughs> Mitchell is.
0: Hell yeah, hell yeah. I didn't know you played hockey.
1: I did. Grew up playing hockey in Alaska.
0: Did you break some necks? That's
1: another story for another day. Yeah. Oh, we don't have enough time here. <laughs> okay.
0: Yes, so, uh, yeah, Sherilyn, you came from Alaska to Florida. I think we talked about it on the last one. Yeah. Uh, If people haven't seen that, go check it out. But um, I haven't seen you in a while, my friend. Some things have changed, right? A
1: lot of things have changed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's been a while since we've seen each other.
0: That's right. Uh, The biggest development perhaps is uh, you taking on a new role as team lead. Is that right?
1: Yep. Is that the correct
0: title by the way? Um,
1: Agent advisor. Agent advisor. Just because we don't want to confuse people. We don't have traditional teams like most real estate companies do. So we changed it to agent advisor.
0: Very cool. So what does that role sort of entail and kind of how have you been liking it?
1: So agent advisor mostly entails, um, new person comes onto the brokerage, whether they're brand new to real estate or a seasoned veteran, and they're going to be an independent agent. Um, every agent goes onto a team and then as an agent advisor, I'm here to kind of help answer questions for mm-hmm. people, whether it's our brokerage policies and how we do things here, or if you're a brand new agent, um, definitely here, we have a great training program, obviously that Allison runs shout out to Allison because Ali <laughs> B, get it. Um, <laughs> But once they're kind of through her training program and in the process, the agent advisors are here. We help all your answer your questions. You know, you're writing up an offer and you're like, I'm not sure if I should check this box or not. Or how do I handle this situation? What do I do now? Um, So we're just kind of here to help out and answer questions and help people progress in their career.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned um, mentoring or or being the leader for like newly licensed people. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember earlier this year, we were seeing like a lot of Newly licensed or a lot. people in the process of getting their license. Has that slowed down at all or are you still seeing a lot of that?
1: Yeah, I think it's slowed down quite a bit as the market shifted, right? Mm-hmm. People were like, ooh, maybe that's not such a good idea. Because if I think a lot of people new to the industry that don't already have a foot in the door, they feel like maybe now is not the right time. You right. know, last year was where everybody saw it as the big money maker um, and that the market was hot and it was going to be easy. Mm-hmm. And now that it's kind of slowed down. It doesn't look quite as easy anymore, which it wasn't last year either, but yeah. it looked like it.
0: Yeah, I always think of like um success stories like Alexis Machine. Right. Well, the freaking machine which yeah, I talk about Alexis here.
1: Yeah, Alexis the it. machine.
0: And I talk about here, her on here too much probably, We should probably stop doing that. She's yeah. floating right now. <laughs> She's good. She doesn't need the the <laughs> ego boost right, but like um do you think that the current like market conditions are too difficult for somebody to have like a quote unquote success story like Alexis, or is that possibility? Still
1: um, there? I mean, for anybody that doesn't know the backstory, that's just now tuning in. Mm. Right. Alexis got really lucky with a lead. She worked them extremely well, um, took care of them, made sure that they were happy. Well, this lead also happened to be an investor. So, right. um, that's kind of where that really blossomed and blew up really big for Alexis. And she's done an amazing job of handling them. As for the um, average agent, that's just, I mean, that's a lottery ticket, right? Yeah,
0: stroke of luck almost.
1: Yeah, it's a a stroke of luck. She just happened to grab a lead that was Mm -hmm. really, really, really good and she did a great job with them. Um, For the average agent, it doesn't mean that you can't still be successful and make a lot of money you just have to be willing to work for it and put in the time and the effort and the energy and take those leads and work those leads and that kind of thing.
0: So part of it is almost like the the cheesy saying of like, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. If you don't uh, if you don't catch the L's every once in a while, yeah, you know, there's not going to be any W's, right? I any. mean,
1: right. And the, the other side <laughs> of that, especially if you come to a brokerage like ours where we offer leads, um, it's still a numbers game to a yeah. point in that, you know, not every single lead is going to convert. So there's, you know, the analytical number side of it too, where you have to take a certain number of leads in order to get one contract, and so, you know, that's all broken down. And if you're only taking one or two leads, you can't expect that those one or two leads are always going to convert.
0: Exactly, cast a wide net. Yep. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah,
1: right. consider it dating.
0: That's right. That's right. But yeah. for real estate. Yeah, treat every client like like uh, like it's a first date, right?
1: Right, like it's first date. Those no, tenders. Not exactly. <laughs> you can't but... <laughs> swipe left on everybody, or is it right? I've tried. Oh, anyways,
0: <laughs> listen, I don't even know. Uh, speaking of the market, though, Sherilyn, you know, um, we talked about it in previous episodes, but I'm curious your take on it. Um, what kind of things have changed since last year, and Ooh. for the better, for worse?
1: Oh, I. Personally, I would say a lot for the better for our buyers, right? Um, Last year was obviously a seller's market. It was crazy hot. Everybody knew that. The beginning of this year started out the same way. This summer, things have started to mellow out and level out. Yes, we have finally reached this plateau, and we're just going to ride it out. Um, (laughs) But that's really good for our buyers because, um, you know, buyers right now are not competing with 25 other offers to get a house and you know they're not having having to submit an offer that's 20,000 over list price and waiving all of their contingencies they can still put they can put contingencies in now we don't have to worry so much about that they can ask for repairs they can ask for seller concessions and right now they're much more likely to get them On the list side it's a little harder because you have a lot of sellers who still think this summer is last summer right um and you have to kind of ease them into that ship has sailed
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's tricky so are you having to have a lot of like difficult conversations with people of like well they're not exactly going like quote unquote hotcakes like they were
1: yeah yeah um i've had to do that recently actually yeah. we priced the house really well and it still has not had any movement and we just had to do a 15k price reduction which it sucks. Right. But if it's not moving, you know, there's nothing we can do. And we didn't even overprice it. We priced it really well mm. for neighborhood comps, but it is what it is, I guess.
0: You got to sell the house people. Yeah. Um, so are you having to, because I remember there was like an adage going around when the seller's market was at its peak. There's like, you put a sign in the yard and, you know, the house kind of sells itself almost. So now I feel like list agents probably are having to market their listings a little bit yeah, more, right? Yeah,
1: we're definitely having to market, you know, you've got your sign in the yard. We're back to doing open houses mm-hmm. um, with intention and purpose, not right. just, like, do an open house the day it lists so yeah. that your sellers don't have to worry about all these appointments. Like, now we're actually doing them to try to gain traction. Yeah, um, Tons more marketing because it's, it's not flying off the market in one or two days, so a little difficult Very but cool. you know that's what we're here
0: for I'm definitely seeing a lot more open houses being posted on social media and whatnot, yes so. a lot more <laughs> yeah I remember I used to do as a kid just uh, my parents would take me to like random open houses and stuff when just we were house look at houses. I'm just like this is awesome yeah no stress involved for me
1: <laughs> I just like to drive around and look at houses exactly and now we make a career of it
0: precisely well it's good to hear that it's like mellowing out a little bit more I think that's easy for sort of everybody involved
1: well from Sorry. the buy side right <laughs> sellers are are having a rough time
0: maybe a year ago i should have done this (laughs) right right.
1: sellers are a little grumpy right now yeah
0: i can imagine uh we were talking sherry lynn a little bit about like newly licensed people and people that are fresh to the game fresh Mm -hmm. to the real estate world uh what are some like common misconceptions you see from these people or others in general about the career of real estate just about real
1: estate in general oh gosh um, A lot, I'm sure. Whew, let's can we just <laughs> throw out this for everybody in the general public that realtors do not make three percent on every single deal. What? I just, I really want people to know that. <laughs>
0: It varies for it, sure. It right? varies
1: for sure. And then another thing is even if it is 3%, we don't get that clean. Like mm-hmm. there is, obviously we still have to pay our own taxes, of but course. depending on which side of the deal you're on, there's still marketing costs, there's um, your broker splits, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of associated costs. It's really rough when people just see, especially at the closing table, they see the Alta statement, you know, and it's like, yeah. oh, well... They made bully for you fifteen thousand dollars. Like I wish I made fifteen thousand dollars. Thanks. So there's that. That's a huge misconception for the general public, mm-hmm. right? I think as new agents, um, people coming in, they kind of think the same thing in the sense of they can see the difference where this where the um, commissions might be a different. They're not three percent, and they know that they have these broker splits. But then they also think that oh, this is an easy job, and anybody can do it. And you know, I just someone comes to me and i sell them a house but you have to work for
0: it exactly yeah honestly that was one of the first like revelations i had when i started working here was like oh it's not exactly what you think it is like i worked at a car again one of those things i talk about all the time but i worked at a car dealership before i had the job here and um it there was much less you know division in the pie it was more so like what you see is like what their commission is. right
1: right well and with Car sales, right? We're talking a, a much lower price point, mm-hmm. and when people want to buy a new car, it's sometimes people put a lot of thought into it, but a lot of time it can be impulsive, right? Like, yeah. oh, I'm just gonna stop in and <laughs> look at the brand new cars, exactly. and then you're letting, next thing you know you're walking out of the dealership, traded your car in, you've got a brand new set of wheels. Mm-hmm not quite that simple with exactly. real estate and five hundred thousand dollar transactions
0: so that was the revelation i had was like oh like they actually really have to work for this commission yeah
1: yeah i mean every once in a while you get a nice easy one that people see a, one or two houses and they're like oh my god no we just love that one and they want to buy it and you're like oh, thank a
0: you, blessing you. right right
1: <laughs> thank you i don't know what i did to the real estate gods today but thank you <laughs> And then there are other days that you show 75 houses and then they decide to go to new not construction fun. without you.
0: Yeah, that hurts.
1: <laughs> yeah, that one hurts.
0: You, you did just make me think of uh, something, though, that I don't think I've talked about since, man, it's been months probably. But new construction, the vibe of the builders has shifted a little bit, has it not?
1: Oh, a little bit?
0: A lot of bit. A lot of bit. Okay. <laughs>
1: a lot of bit. Um, You know, I had some new construction earlier this year, mm. and when the closing came... Towards the end of summer, right before school started, I was arguing with the builder over the commission. Hmm. Now they're calling us on a daily basis, multiple builders at a time, sending, I get so many builder emails every single day. Oh, we're going to give $25,000 in closing costs to the buyer and we're going to give you 10%. I mean, not 10%, but I've seen up to five, I mean, literally have seen up to 5% now. And I'm like, I was just arguing for 1% three months ago. Mm -hmm. Can I have the 5% on that deal?
0: Back to the dating thing. It's like, you don't know what you got until it's gone. Right, Builders? Yeah.
1: Uh, (laughs) See? Now they're back on Tinder.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They signed up. They're like, I'll pay for the first date. Yeah. (laughs) I'll
1: pay for everything. Just please go on a date with me.
0: So um, does that make new new home construction a more attractive option for buyers in any way?
1: For some, yeah. Yeah. It really is making it um, a little more enticing. Right. But it, again, it comes down to timeline and what they're looking for, mm-hmm. what the hard part is, even though builders are offering all of this great stuff, we do still have high interest rates Yeah, and that's, what's really scaring people right now and slowing stuff down is, mm-hmm. I mean, we're over seven right now, Ouch. so yeah, that hurts my soul. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not completely outrageous, but when people look at last year and they could have gotten some at 2% and now they have to pay 7% and that, and every time that interest goes up, that cuts back on your buying power. So yeah. Yeah. that's what's really hurting a lot of people. So even with a lot of these incentives from the builders, it's really hard for people because they still got to be able to afford 7% interest. Yeah,
0: I heard this uh, quote recently that was like, love the house, date the rate or something like you that. You marry the
1: house and date the rate. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Um, <laughs> you know, and we try to explain that to, to people in different aspects. It depends. Um, most people will buy and sell and move within five to seven years. So... Mm. If that's your plan, then absolutely. If you plan to live there even longer than that, even better. But if you're not gonna live there, but a year or two, maybe three, it's not even worth it. Makes
0: sense. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I lost my train of thought there because i never heard that explained before, but Good it makes thoughts, total right? sense, right? Right. <laughs> um, so shifting a little bit away from the market, Sherilyn, and more towards you, because how okay. long have you been licensed now, my friend? It's been Ooh, a while, right?
1: Um, a little over two
0: years. Excellent. So you've seen a lot of changes in those two years that have happened. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's been a crazy two years, <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs>
0: um, what are some lessons that you've learned, Sherilyn? I mean, it doesn't have to be multiple. It could be one thing that you'd uh, want to share with the audience.
1: Ooh, um, I mean, I think one thing that we, we've we all learned is um, you, you've got to have an agent on your side. You've got to have true. a good this agent on your side, an agent that's going to communicate, an agent that genuinely just meshes well with you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get an agent and they don't mesh well with you, it's okay to change agents. Just please do us all a favor and don't wait till you're so far in the process that now we've spent hours and hours and miles and yeah. time and everything else to help you. But if you meet with someone for the first time or two and you're like, ah, just don't mesh well with the vibe them. isn't right it, it that's okay not everybody's for everybody mm-hmm. um, another big one I would say because a time is money and b most of us have multiple appointments all the time like it would, some days we have just one appointment and it's easy but an appointment time is an appointment time right if you say three o'clock our appointments at three o'clock mm-hmm. that doesn't mean 3 mm-hmm. 30 and I probably won't still be there at 3 30 waiting for you so. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like to draw a comparison to the car dealership thing, again, that's like one of those situations where you can kind of just show up and test drive something. but
1: Right, you can. But, you know, we have to schedule these appointments with exactly. the sellers, with their agent. You know, we have certain times, and if there are people scheduled after us, you know, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, you want to show up 30 minutes late to your doctor's appointment, to right. your hair appointment, stuff like that. So,
0: not to mention you guys are driving all over Kingdom Come we to meet are these people. Driving yeah,
1: all over. Today was almost <laughs> from Riverview to Venice, to Lutz, back to Riverview.
0: Oy vey. I well, got
1: out of the Venice till tomorrow. It's fine. There
0: you go. <laughs> well, thanks Knock for meeting me here, Chris, or Sherilyn. <laughs> um, what was I about to ask you? Uh, just a totally random side thought. Uh, do realtors commonly write off like, expenses like fuel and that sort of thing?
1: Yes. Generally, it's mileage, right? So right. The, the, govern, like the federal mileage rate changes every year. Um, I think last year was like $0.58 cents a mile. So, you know, we have like mileage trackers and we track all of our right. miles, that kind of thing. And then you can write off. Um, there's, I think technically there's like a standard amount, but depending on who your tax accountant is, hey. um, you could write off all of those miles. Just write down your beginning of the year and your end of the year.
0: Love that. Love
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, we definitely write off mileage.
0: I've never asked that before, but you made me think there's, of that. There's hmm.
1: some wear and tear on your car, but you only get one or the <laughs> other, right? Like if you take mileage, you can't take any of the other expenses. I see. We could talk for days about taxes. You know I used to do accounting, but that's <laughs> oh, not. That's right, yeah. That's <laughs> not. It's really boring. Let's not.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not uh, that's not your candy, I don't think, by any, by any stretch. No. Yeah.
1: Let's talk about <laughs> taxes today.
0: love it. Um, Sherilyn, I love asking this question because it often stumps people. Okay. What do you think the world of real estate will look like five years from now?
1: Oh, um, it will I think we're gonna have probably have a lot of the like crypto closing right. mm. purchases. Um, but outside of that, who knows, right? Like, look at where our market was five years ago. Five months versus, ago. Yeah. Well, five months ago. <laughs> right. But do you think five years ago, anybody could, predict, could have predicted anything that happened in the last five years? Absolutely Certainly not. not yeah. I mean, the internet has been a savior um, and a of contention <laughs> certainly yeah <laughs> for all of us um, it's great right because everybody's got the ability to go on and check things out at their leisure but that's also a huge pain in our butt sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's that instant gratification world that we live in yeah like, I can click a button and go see a house mm-hmm. um, but the world has, of real estate has changed a lot but I think a lot of it is mostly changing for the better mm-hmm. kind of keeps us up to speed with everything that's going on in the rest of the world so um, who knows what we'll see in a few years.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Hopefully um, still me. Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the plan?
0: <laughs> to your point about like the internet. Um, I remember, you know, in marketing here, we had somebody that was trying to pitch us something a long time ago and he was asking us like, what was one of our biggest struggles with like, uh, leads that came in through our website. And I don't know if you would agree, but I told him, I was like, I think a big part of it is you get a lot of like window shoppers, like people that aren't actually serious. Buyers. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think that plays into the whole Internet of Things, if you will.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, people clicking on I want to see this house is kind of the equivalent of adding to cart and then not yes. purchasing <laughs> your cards. So true, though. <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, you get a lot of serious buyers, too, which mm. is great. Um, but we definitely get a lot of window shoppers. Mm. And, you know, you just keep talking to them and weed out if they are like really, truly just window shopping because... You know, sometimes it happens. I yeah. like to look at houses in other states too. I do as well. I love to look at million dollar houses. Mm-hmm.
0: I follow a couple of accounts on like Twitter that are like mid century listings. Yeah. And they're all on like the Midwest and they're like two million plus and I'm like, I'm never gonna live there, but like man, these pictures are nice. I'll tell I you I am boy.
1: never moving to Kansas, but yeah. let's look at some houses there.
0: You never know. You never know.
1: No, no, I can tell you that. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, no thanks. I'll pass on Kansas. Um Sherilyn, I think I have just one more question for okay. you, my friend. So okay. I like to get insight into the mind of um, top performing individuals like yourself. Okay. Okay. So
1: <laughs> top performing. Oof.
0: It sounds like I'm about to ask like Oof. a sinister question, I, but it
1: feels like it. That right? feels very like this pedestal that I don't <laughs>
0: Well, interesting individuals like okay, yourself. Okay,
1: then. interesting. Yep.
0: So if you could recommend like a piece of media being a book or a podcast or a movie or a TV show that you feel has influenced you in some way, what would your recommendation be and why?
1: Um, gosh, there's a lot of books out there, mm-hmm. right? Airplane reading. Um Lots of great podcasts that I don't listen to. Yeah, I hear you on the Even that though I'm one. in the car all the time, <laughs> I get too distracted. Um, one book that I really like, and I've actually sent it to a few people, is the book You Are a Badass. Am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course. <laughs> There's a whole series um, You're a Badass. You're a Badass at Making Money. You're a Badass Every Day. Um, it's just kind of a good book, not to be like super into like crazy self help, like, ooh, I need, the, you know. There's a lot of books that kind of go a little extreme to me, Yeah, but this is just kind of a good one to remind yourself that, um, you can do this. You've got this, Mm -hmm. just put your mind to it. You're a badass. And here we go.
0: I love that. You made me think of something. Tell me to what degree you, uh, concur with this statement. I think it was Annie that told me this and I was asking her like one of what was her biggest weakness or like an obstacle she had to overcome. And she's like, I think I had to like give myself permission at one point to sort of, um, I don't remember the exact quote, but she was basically talking about, like, imposter syndrome, if you're familiar with that. Right. Do you think that's something that a lot of agents sort of grapple with early on in their career, or...?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Right. And you kind of come into this and you're like, Oh yeah, I can do this. I'm, you know, selling Tampa. Um, (laughs) no offense to anybody on selling Tampa. Um, but like you, you know, you kind of see these TV shows and you see all this and you're like, okay, I can do this. I'm going to be this person and put on this persona, but you haven't done any of the work on either yourself or your career to Mm -hmm. actually fully be able to commit to that and fully be able to, you know, do what needs to be done. And if you can't do that, then we're right back in imposter syndrome. That's right. That's right. Just it's all a show. Smoke and mirrors. Whoosh, we're not even <laughs> real. Yeah. We're not even
0: here right now. <laughs> um, no, that's a great recommendation, my friend. I've seen those books everywhere and I've never read them. Listen, and... there's a
1: journal if you need one too. Yeah. About being a badass. I love that. Yep.
0: Put all my crazy thoughts y- in there.
1: Yep. You can put all of your <laughs> daily affirmations in there.
0: I'm a badass. I'm a badass.
1: I'm a badass. Three times a day. Write it down.
0: Love it. It's a mantra. (laughs) Um, Sherilyn, my friend, we blew through those questions quite quickly there. Wow. Say that three times fast. Oh, nope. Uh, (laughs) Do you have anything that you want to promote social media or anything like that?
1: yeah. My social media, except for don't ask me what it is because I'm really bad at it.
0: It's Sherilyn Mitchell. You know, if you can spell her name. Exactly. Yeah. You can figure it out, guys. (laughs)
1: You're already on social media. You probably know it better than I do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: um, I think that's it, my friend. I don't have anything to uh, cover this week as far as plugs or anything like that. So
1: No plugs? No sponsors? No, no plugs nothing. this week, sure. my
0: friend. Uh, just, right. you know, the well, social just, media and the social YouTube media, and the blah,
1: I blah. I think it's Sherilyn Realtor, Sherilyn underscore Realtor on Instagram.
0: It's a unique name. You'll find I it. I should nice. probably know this. <laughs> it's all right. I think many uh, people that I ask that question are either like they don't want to put it out there or same thing. They can't remember what it is off the top of their head. Yeah. But.
1: No, I think it's Sherilyn underscore Realtor on Instagram.
0: Bingo. Bingo. Check it. Drop a like. Drop a follow. Say uh, what's up.
1: Click that little heart button.
0: <laughs> exactly. Sherilyn, my friend, I appreciate you making the time for this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You a got it, boss.
0: And uh Yeah, have a great day, everyone out there. Have
1: a wonderful Sunday.
0: And we'll see you next week. Signing off. Theme music.